I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want to welcome you to our podcast where we'll be bringing inspired words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. But before we go on, let us pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your awesomeness and your mighty power. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit, and that our lives will never be the same again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So once again, I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And God surely has something special for you today. Hallelujah. And I'm so sure that your life is not going to be the same after this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to ask you a question. What do you believe? Hallelujah. What do you believe? And you know, when a question like this is thrown at you, don't be in a hurry to answer. It's a question that you need to take time to think. Take time to think before you answer a question like this. You know, it's easy to say, I believe God's word. I believe what God says. But then when situations and circumstances throw themselves at you, what is your response? Hallelujah. Your response is what proves what you really believe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What you really believe. Your response is what will prove. Do you believe the word of God? Hallelujah. Do you believe the word of God? You know, it's easy to say, yes, I believe. Most people don't, even though they say they do, but they don't. How do I know? Simple. Check out their reaction when they are going through trying times. Check out their reaction. Hallelujah. A very clear example, the book of James chapter 1 and verse 2. James chapter 1 and verse 2, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. What does it mean, count it all joy? It means rejoice 
when you fall into diverse temptations. In other words, when trials, tests and trials come from left, right and center, he says begin to rejoice. The question is, how many people actually rejoice when they are going through trying times? How many people actually rejoice? Not many. Not many. Some people, when you see them with their countenance, you could tell that they are going through something. But the Bible says, no. It says, count it all joy when you go through diverse temptations. Then he says, for the trying, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. It's a test of your faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Count it all joy. It's one thing that we need to remind ourselves. We need to remind ourselves of one thing. The book of Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. Numbers chapter 23 verse 19. Now, this is one scripture we need to remind ourselves from time to time. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. Human beings can lie, but God never lies. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Repent means to change his mind about what he has chosen to do for your life. He goes on to explain, he says, Have he said, and shall he not do it? Have he spoken, and shall he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie. When he makes a promise concerning your life, he fulfills it. He does it. He never changes his mind concerning the blessing that he has said he will bless you. And God's word is true. God's word is true. Hallelujah. Can you stake your life on God's word? Can you? Can you like God said this thing and I believe it. It doesn't matter what I hear. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what I feel. God said it. I believe it and that settles it. Can you believe the word of God? Hallelujah. One scripture that has been coming to my spirit for a long time. The book of Revelation chapter 3 and verse 8. I think I should read from verse 7. Revelation chapter 3 verse 7. Hallelujah, 7 to 8, but I'm reading from verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, write, hallelujah. Now, it's important to understand when he says angel, the word there is angelos. The word translated angel, angelos. And angelos means a messenger. Hallelujah. So it's more like the pastor of the church is talking to here. So to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, write, 
These things said he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David. He, watch this, oh my God. He that openeth and no man shutteth. Did you, did you get that? He that openeth and no man shutteth. And shutteth and no man openeth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the one who is speaking. Says He is the one who opens and no man shuts it. And when he shuts, no man opens. Verse 8. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. I've set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. No man can shut. He didn't say no man will. He didn't say no man will shut it. He said no man can shut it. Now the difference between the word can and the word will. Can deals with ability. Whereas will is will. A decision, a personal decision. When he says no man will shut it, it's because he's saying nobody will decide to shut the door. But if they want to, they can. But they, they won't shut it. So it's a matter of will, a personal decision. But he didn't use the word will. He said no man can shut it. In other words, the door that God has opened for you, no man has the ability to shut that door. No demon has that of hell. Remember when he's talking about man, he's not only referring to man. He's talking about entity, being. He says the door that he opens, no one has the ability to shut it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They may try. He never said they won't try. But he said they can't. Which means, if they can, if they are able to shut a door that God opened, then it means God lied. Hey. It says, for thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. I have placed before you an open door and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, this door that I opened for you, no human being, no demon hashed out of hell has the ability to shut it. Whether they want to or not, they can't. Can you believe this? Can you believe that door that God opens? What if you go, God had opened the door and everything was flowing and suddenly you go and it looks like the door has closed? Did God lie? The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. So we rule that out. God cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. We rule it out. Hallelujah. Go to the book of Romans chapter 3 and verse 4. My question is, did God lie? Look at it. It says, God forbid. 
God forbid. Yea, let God be true. And every man, every situation, every circumstance a liar. As it is written that thou mightest be justified in thy sins. I mightest overcome when thou art judged. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says God cannot lie. God forbid. It's impossible for God to lie. Instead, let it be that God is true and every man, every situation, every circumstance is a liar. So you go and it looks like the door that God opened for you is closed. That's a lie. That situation is a lie. God's word is true. God's word is true. And I refuse to recognize this door as closed. He, he opened the door for me. And the door is open. It's open. It might look closed, but it's a lie. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. It's just like what he said. He has placed before me, uh, he, has, he, he has furnished a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He has anointed my head with oil. Never did God suggest anywhere in his word that there are enemies, there are witches that could do certain things and destroy a child of God. It's impossible. It's not possible. Hallelujah. It's not possible. They don't have the ability. Look at it. Revelation 3 verse 8. I have placed before you an open door and no man can. They don't have the ability to stop you. They don't have the ability to. In many cases, let me tell you what happens. What they do is they deceive you and make you shut the door. You're the only one that has the ability to shut the door for yourself. By your decision. Hallelujah. So they do something that makes it look like the door is shut. And then you go there and say, oh, this door, the door is closed. The moment you say that in the realm of the spirit, that door is closed. Not because the witches closed the door. Not because the demons closed the door. Not because God closed the door. But you used your mouth to shut that door. Because you said the door was shut. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What do you believe? God told Abraham one day. He said, listen, you're going to have a son. And this son, through him, you're going to have many children like the sand in the seashore. Abraham said, okay. One day he turned to his uh, his wife, Sarah, turned to him and said, well, I'm not getting any younger. Why don't you take my maid and have a child with her? And that's where you fulfill the word. And he went on and did it. And one day he was praying to God and said, God bless Ishmael. God said, yes, I'll bless Ishmael, but Ishmael is not the one I talked about. He's not the one I talked about. You're going to have a son through Sarah, your wife. 
And at that time, Sarah was old, stricken in age. And it had ceased to be with her after the manner of women. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. But let's see chapter Romans chapter 4, what he said about Abraham. Chapter 4, and I'm reading from verse... Verse 17, glory to God. Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. This is beautiful. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of faith, father of many. I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. At this point, Abraham believed. It says, even God who quickeneth the dead who gives life to the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were there are sometimes God will say something and it will seem like what he said is impossible but eventually it will happen and Abraham believed in that God who gives life to the dead even a dead situation God is able to bring it back to life so his word will be fulfilled Look at verse 18. It says, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Against hope. The odds were against him, but he still believed. He still believed. Because to him, God cannot lie. He's, to him, God is not a man that he should lie. He believed that. If God said this is going to happen, I believe it. And I'm holding on to it because I know it's true. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Now look at verse 19. He says, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead. His body was no longer active. He had become so old. His body wasn't so active anymore. But he didn't consider it. He ignored the fact that his body was weak. He ignored it. And still made an effort. Because of what God said. Being not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. Not when he was about a hundred years old. This man was a hundred years old. His body was weak. But he didn't consider it. He says, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. At that time, Sarah was about 90 years old. Women don't give birth to children at age 90. But he believed, he believed, he believed. Glory to God. He believed. He believed. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, verse 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He believed that what God said will happen. 
He was strong in faith. He held on to the word of God and he kept glorifying God. He kept thanking God. In fact, he changed his name to suit his vision. Oh, I don't know if you heard me. He changed his name to suit his vision because he believed. There were people who probably thought he was crazy. This old man, maybe his childishness has gotten to him. And now he's changing his name from Abraham to Abraham. From assumed father to father of many. He believed. He believed. Hallelujah. Glory. Look at verse 21. He says, and being fully persuaded... That what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He was fully persuaded. The question is, are you fully persuaded? Are you fully persuaded? What has God said to you? Are you fully persuaded about what God has said to you? Are you fully persuaded? He was fully persuaded. He knew it's only a matter of time I'm going to have that child. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't care how it's going to happen. All I know is definitely, certainly, it's only a matter of time I'm going to have that baby. Hallelujah. And the baby was born. Isaac was born according to the word of God. Hallelujah. And even after the birth of Isaac, Abraham held on to the word of God. So when God came and tested him and said, take your son and offer him as a burnt offering unto me, Abraham didn't doubt. He knew what God told him. He knew that God couldn't lie. Has he dawned on you that God cannot lie? Has it dawned on you that God cannot lie? God is not a man that he should lie. Has it dawned on you? Has it registered in your spirit that God cannot lie? Has it? Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Has it registered in your spirit that God cannot lie? It's impossible for God to lie. Absolutely impossible. Praise God. What has God told you? What has he promised you? Are you staggering at the promise of God? Or you are fully convinced? It will show in your actions. It will show in your confessions. It will show in your declarations. God said it. I believe it. That, that settles it. I believe it with my life. I believe it with everything that is in me. I believe the word of God. And I don't care what situations and circumstances look like. I know what God told me. And I'm holding on to it until I see the manifestation of it. I'm holding on to God's word because God's word never fails. Glory to God. I'm holding on to God's word. People may mock at you. They may laugh at you. They may make fun of you. You don't care. You don't care. Tell them, say, don't worry, it's, it's all right. You will see. Oh, glory to God. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, I always love when people see me at my low levels. So when they see the testimony of God, they will share the testimony. Hallelujah. One of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 126 from verse 1. Psalm 126 and verse 1. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. It says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When the word of God is finally fulfilled, when the promise of God is finally fulfilled in your life, it will be like a dream. Have you imagined how Sarah would have felt after Isaac was born. I'm sure there were times she, she had to wake up at night. Is this real? And then she would hear the baby crying. She would touch the baby. No, I'm not dreaming. It's real. This is my child, my own child. He came from my womb. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 2 says, Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. The heathen, the heathen, they are not necessarily your friends. The heathen. Some of them laughed at you. Some of them mocked you. Some of them talked about you. Hallelujah. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. They shared the testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when God does it, they are the ones that are going to be sharing the testimony. They are the ones that are going to be talking about it because his word never fails. It's only a matter of time. Now let me show you something in verse 6. He says, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, those words of your declaration and your confession. He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless, hey, glory to God. He says, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. Hallelujah. Your story is not going to end like this. He said, you will doubtlessly come again with rejoicing. Bringing his sheaves with him. Bringing your harvest. Bringing your testimony. He said it will doubtlessly happen. It will definitely happen. It will certainly happen. For sure, for sure, for sure. It will definitely happen. It's only a matter of time. Hallelujah. So don't doubt the word of God. Don't doubt the promise of God for your life. Don't doubt. It's only a matter of time. It will definitely happen. It will definitely come to pass. For example, in Job chapter 8, 
verse 7. He said, though your beginning was small, your latter end should greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, so your latter end should greatly increase. So it may look like you're small right now, but you're going to be so, so, so big. That's what God said. Now, two reasons why some things don't manifest in people's lives. Number one, ignorance. They don't know what God has said. Hallelujah. God's word is for the taking. The promises of God are for the claiming. If you don't claim them, you won't get them. So it's your responsibility to claim it. God said this to me. I hold on to it. And I continue to declare it until I see it. That's what it is. Remember, God never lies. Hallelujah. So what do you believe? Do you believe the word of God? If you do, it doesn't matter what you're going through right now. The Bible says, let God be true. And every man a liar. Every situation, every circumstance a lie. That negative situation you're going through right now is a lie. God's word is true. Eventually, his word will come to pass. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've learned something. To hold on to God's word against the odds all odds until you see the manifestation of it. Hallelujah. What do you believe? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word that you've brought to us. For the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Lord, we know. Yes, by reason of this word that has come, our faith and our confidence in your word is strengthened. We know whatever you say, you definitely will do. For this, we are grateful. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm sure you've been blessed. And I'm going to come to you again with more inspiring words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. Until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.